Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. Oh, we're here and we are exploring gods with little to no information about that. <laughs> We've set ourselves upon an impossible task. I hope everybody appreciates it. <laughs> uh, has has it been for you? Holiday? Anything? Uh, well, we didn't have a holiday, really. It rained the whole time. Tell me about it. I was supposed to go paintballing, but it got canceled. We went camping anyway. I saw that. Did I tell you about the people that were in the campsite? No. Somebody stole our campsite. What? I know. They didn't have reservations. They just rocked up to it and just camped. And we had to make them leave. Really? Yep. I couldn't believe it. Like I'm, woman, I'm pretty shocked. A woman came out and she, I was like, I am always like, oh, maybe it's an honest mistake. Right. Like maybe they got the wrong one. I'm like, which one were you supposed to be at that you reserved? And she was like, we did not make a reservation. I was like, great. I'm like, well, we did. And you're in it. And she was like, yes, the ranger told us. I'm like, so leave, you know? <laughs> And the guys came out and then they were like, do you want to take a different campsite or do you want to share? And I'm like, no, fucking no, holy no. If I were to come here with friends, I would have booked two sites so they could be on their site. So the ranger told them that it was already booked and they still camped there anyway because we were late. They were hoping that we wouldn't show up. Oh, because of the weather. Yep. And I'm like, wrong wrong assholes we're here now get out and because i was paranoid about it the whole time we were late i was like somebody's gonna take our spot like i was like you're ridiculous nobody's taking a spot who does that and we roll up and he was like i cannot believe somebody stole your spot and then one of the guys was he was missing a hand and i didn't notice it right away but it was like cut at the, at the watch and they were russian seemingly russian and i was like oh that's some rob that's some like mobster, Russian mobster shit. That's what's happening. That's what's going on. They're gonna kill us tonight. <laughs> but we brought the camper van, so good luck getting into that. Oh, nice. How'd that work out? It, it worked out good. I'm like, I'm sure you could pop the lock on a '95 Ford for like <laughs> thinking hard enough. Well, that must have been nice with the rain, though. It was, and we had a, a portable heater that did, we didn't really need. Because I had uh, freezing sleeping bags and I had these like Sherpa inside the sock, woolly socks, that, like where you cannot get any shoe over it. Like not even rain boots, like nothing goes over these socks. They're so big. Uh, so we didn't, it didn't matter that it was 30 degrees. Like we were mm -hmm. toasty warm. But like if you took the blanket down for a second, you'd be like, oh, this is undesirable. I need to get back <laughs> on your blanket. <laughs> mm. So that was, that was our camping thrill. But nice. in a few weeks, we're going to... Well, it's not really camping, but it is, right? That cabin is camping, as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little concerned. I mean, there's hot water in a toilet. There's hot water in a toilet. I'm I'm concerned that it'll be July and there's no air conditioning. <laughs> I thought of that, about that, and then I was like, if he doesn't normally have air conditioning in there, I mean, he might. It might over the summer he might put like a window conditioner in. I don't know. I looked at the amenities and it only just says a heater. And then I I thought to myself, oh, I wonder because it's so in the mountains and in the woods that way. 
Right. It's like um like uh the one on on in Nevada. What was that one? There's a lake in Nevada, right? On the border of California. Tahoe? Yes. <laughs> I was like, we can't possibly be talking about Tahoe. <laughs> lake Tahoe. None of those places ever have air conditioners because it gets so cool at night that you don't need them. Right. You know, my my only concern, and I looked up the weather, and it, it's hitting at like 85, 86 there, and the humidity is at like a 90% right now, mm. but it's a shitty time to look at the weather, so I was like, eh. We were up there for the 4th of July last year, and we weren't very hot at all. No. All, everything's in shade and... Yeah, it's the humidity. It's I can handle like if I can get out of the sun and like there's a breeze or something, I'm fine. Even if it's ninety degrees. It's when I can't breathe in the air, you know? Mm. Like this weekend was not good. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it was I was like, shut shut it down and put on the air conditioner. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I, it hurts me. I got in my car to go to the store and gave myself a hot flash because the inside of my car was so flipping hot. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'll bring the fans. I, that should be okay. I think it'd probably be fine with some air circulation. You're right. It'll probably be cooler at night because there's so many trees. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. It's a Christmas tree farm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll a- come with a fan. I'll, I'll bring my... <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Because we're supposed to... Our recording schedule runs right into that. Mm. Um, since we have guests there, we should ask if our guests have any like favorite deity stories. And like everybody can share their favorite or a favorite god or goddess. Oh, that's a good idea. And see what they feel like. They're like, you know, who's the best? And then they just can tell us about it. Great. Bobby's just going to talk about Hebrew gods. There's only one of those. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like, you know what's great? The The god. (laughs) He's going to go, God, but you can't say the O. (laughs) G. A little star D, if we if we can. But he's like, my favorite story is the lot one. They all turn into salt. Do you know about the salt? <laughs> Screws his daughters. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're on board. It's not like they didn't want to. They did. <laughs> that would be insane. He should tell like a real like messed up. Early Bible stuff's messed up. Early Bible stuff's messed up. Uh, I will ask him um, for some... So, and this is a kind of off topic, but like one time I was reading something at my job because, you know, I work for a Jewish company and they were talking about how a rabbi, like, like in the 15th or 16th century, like not recently was approached and said by this one guy. And he was like, oh, well, there's this woman that's married. She lives next door and I find her beautiful. And, um, you know, I, I want to date her. And the rabbi was like, well, you can't. And like the guy came back and kept saying, well, I think she's flirting with me. You know, she dresses seductively or whatever. And the rabbi's like, you still can't. So at the end of the story, the guy's like, if I don't have her. I'm going to die. And the rabbi's like, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's the most Jewish thing I've ever heard. You can't have her. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> I think the rule in there is like, if you, if you are having lusty thoughts about your neighbor or anybody really, and like they're overcoming, you're supposed to stab out your own eye. Well, I think that's Christian. Is but it? I think so. Yeah. So the Jewish, the Jewish philosophy was, it didn't matter what she was doing. It was still immoral for him to even have these, these thoughts or whatever. Like, yeah. Cause he kept trying to say, Oh, well, you know, she's leading me on and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, mm. 
is she like, or are you or just, just a dirty pig? old man? Yeah. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Wonder <laughs> I don't know what my favorite I can't wait to like think about what my favorite stories are. Maybe one will be Celtic. Yeah, that's true. Are we prepping them ahead of time for the, them to know, or are we just going to assume they listen to us and maybe they'll know when we get there? They don't listen to nothing. <laughs> Michael doesn't even know what this show's about. He's going to write about the time he wrote the theme song. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Giacino. <laughs> favorite story. I don't know what his favorite story would be, even. But I'm sure he's got one. He probably does. You'd be surprised. It's music based, maybe. Well, not Apollo, really, but. My favorite. Like, what and then his favorite gets... story is like, <laughs> his favorite story is like, like Armageddon. <laughs> Maybe it is. Well, I don't, I don't know. That's like a really the rapture. Like, <laughs> rapture is good stuff, but that takes a long time to read. So I'm not, yeah. but he's Catholic technically. Oh, they have like really good stories, right? I don't know like much about Catholicism. Uh, they have like good, you know, it'll be interesting when we do Christianity on this program. I was thinking about it earlier. I know it's like Jesus versus maybe some angels. Then I was like, maybe we'll throw in a couple of saints and a couple of prophets, like a Jesus and Muhammad and, and Moses against actual God. And who's better? Oh, right. Well, we could, yeah, we could use Muhammad because, I mean, technically, isn't that a Christianity like branch? Yeah, it is. It's like, yeah. it's like the return of the Jedi of the Judeo Christian, the Moses right, story, right. really. Everybody has Moses, because that's part one. And then part two is a little preachy about how much better it is than the other movies. And then part three, it's all the same God in the end. It's all the same emperor, right? (laughs) Right. Oh, and I also have a appointment to get a tattoo on the 19th. Ooh, what kind of tattoo? Uh, I'm getting the Armenian Tree of Life. Uh, Gina had got me a necklace a couple of years ago and I took the necklace down and I'm having them draw it up. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah. And then with a little forget me not for the, um, it's for the remembrance of the genocide. Mm-hmm. Oh, I figured that's great. since the U.S. finally admitted that it was a thing. Well, it's a real mixed bag out there, huh? It, it's not. It's, it was just Turkey. No, not and, that. I mean, oh. our president is a mixed bag. Yeah. I, I'm, Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's like, yeah, it was a genocide. What are you going to do? Fight me? I'll fight you. And then, right. like, he'll turn around and be like, but I like plan nice. You know what I'm saying? Also, I'm real hard on immigration. <laughs> Just like, and I'm like, you know, I think people don't realize that President Obama was real harsh on immigration. Well, they, they do it. realize it. But the problem is, is the ones that scream it to the heavens are also Trumpers. Because they're like, oh, no, you know, Obama was 10 times worse than Trump was to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, he wasn't 10 times worse. He was harsher, but he didn't throw children in cages. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So nobody like, wants to listen to the Republicans saying it, you know? <laughs> well, that yeah, they're too loud and boisterous. If you really want to get something done, you just got to zip, zip the lip on it and just do it and just don't cause a big about it. Well, yeah, you don't need to stand up and go, I'm the greatest, and this is what I did. Obama was like, we just did some shit. You don't need to know about it. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you know what's fun? Easter. And meanwhile, he's like, send them out of here. <laughs> he's like, look how cute I am on Halloween with all these kids. <laughs> I'm going to play with this baby over here, and then don't worry about it. Right, right. Just focus, on, 
and look at my wife's arms. <laughs> you have to do something more newsworthy so people don't look at what's not newsworthy. Like when they right. were like, we released all this UFO stuff, I was like, oh my God, what? I was going to ask you about this. Like, how do you feel? I'm like, oh my God, what else is happening that this is, they fight, they're like, yeah, here's the, well, you know what else is happening? Roe versus Wade is up, is up for. Yeah, but that's that's, making the news. It's something worse than that. I, I don't know. I'm not sure because I feel like, I feel like because of the last four years and the pandemic. People are really paying attention to shit now. Whereas I I think before they just, I mean, they were, but they weren't. And, you know, now with Texas and it's got their abortion laws and their, like, and the fact that. I'm not entirely sure that the court will go. I don't know. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm very nervous. I'm more nervous because. I would be less nervous if it was like a slam dunk because I'd be like, that's garbage. But like, I'll know the answer. But I would be so... less nervous if Ruth was still there. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm not sure that any would necessarily reverse it. Well, my concern is twofold because you've got Amy Baron Cohen. Oh, is that what her name is? Amy yeah. Baron Cohen on there. Sure. Kavanaugh has already flipped a few times on stuff. Which was shocking. Yeah. Um, but my concern is there's so many states with what they've got. I don't remember what they called it, but there's a lot of states and Texas is included that have already got laws set into place that if Roe versus Wade gets turned over, mm. automatically they yeah. abortion is outlawed. So I'm scared that that is going to sway the conservatives because then I, they can be like, well, we didn't. Well, no, my concern is like the ones that may be on the fence, they can be like, well, we didn't pass a law and say that you can't do it. It's not our fault. These states are already doing it. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think they're going to overturn it. I'm I'm very worried. I can't even believe it's up. I, I can't even believe that it is up for debate. I can't either, but they might not be able to either. They've had a quite a few unanimous, like unanimous togethers. And I'm like, right. that is a very unusual thing. They're right. like, this is real mixed bag i think they thought it was a shoe-in i think they did once amy got in i I think so but But she's only one right i i truly believe that they underestimated how every one of those judges whether they are conservative or not take that job so seriously i think they also underestimated the fact that overturning roe versus wade doesn't just concern abortions yeah um you know it it it's it's got a huge trickle down effect to like birth control and all that other stuff. So I'm sure the judges, they just, I mean, they are judges. I mean, I don't agree with all of them, but they didn't get those jobs because they were stupid. Right. You know, I'm sure that they're going to have to look at like, you know, also this is going to mean Texas can't, you know, nobody's going to get birth control. Now we have a bazillion babies and you know, like it's, yeah. You know, welfare is going to go up. Like, I think there's more to it than just we don't want abortions. But I'm I'm shocked at Kavanaugh. I'm I'm 100 shocked at Kavanaugh, and I have no lost love for that man. I <laughs> mean, neither. Um, but there's also a thing up where I I didn't realize this. So 
what is theirs? There's nine judges. Mm, yeah. Well, that's not a law. Nine. Did you know that? No. Yeah. 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 You could. You could. You can have more. Life. Yeah. So Biden is actually Biden's administration is looking into. Like he should. No, I think they should wait till after this, but. I not just after this. I don't think they should do it at all because if the Democrats turn around and they they're like, ha, we put five more guys in our favor on there, so suck it. That means the Republicans the next time can do that, and they most certainly will. Right. They'll be like, we put eighteen more on, so eat our ass. I know, I know. So and then it becomes this back and forth nonsense. So like, uh, I, all the judges don't think that there should be more judges. They're like, no more judges. I think they're nine. Judges. I mean, listen, you've got the four plus four, and then you've got a tiebreaker. Like. Yeah. Um, I think they should look more into term limits than whether or not to put more. Don't add more. Just be like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg never even got to retire. She just dropped dead on that thing. And one before her dropped dead, too. I know. I know. I think there should be a term limit. But I mean, I get. Well, actually, no, because that. So if there was a term limit on Ruth, on Ruth. And what if her term limit, I mean, I mean, technically her term limit did come up, but like, I think that puts them in jeopardy with the, with the, um, sitting president you know, on both sides. I think they were trying to, to, like when the way I heard it proposed one time was that it would like two would be assigned per eight years or something like that, or every four years. So that way, when it changes hands that every president gets a two pick. Gotcha. Okay. So it, it never winds up being like more than like where somebody right. gets to put in 10 and the other person gets to put in none. I mean, Trump got to put in how many? Two? Three. Three. Who's the Gorsh. third one? Huh? That Gorsh fellow in you between know what? him and. I don't her. even remember. Because <laughs> yeah, he was like a like nothing. Yeah. He was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Fine. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I I was saying the other night, I'm like, um, I think that women who care about their reproductive rights need to get their shit together and um, maybe organize with the LGBT community. Because I'll tell you something right now, if the if the Supreme Court came after um, same sex marriage again, Mm. I don't think people would stand for that. I don't think they would ever. They can't undo that one either. I mean, theoretically. But no. I don't think that they could because then now you're unmaking millions of marriages and millions of insurance. Right. Policies. But that's what I'm saying is like the LGBTQ community is never at odds with itself of the marriage thing. Not enough right. to where it matters. The women with reproductive rights, it's almost a 50-50. That's so weird. It is weird. It is it's very weird, weird because like, what do you care what I'm up to? Mind your own business. Just yeah. your own bloody business. You can be as against it as you'd like, but you can just like, why do I have to suffer? Because you don't like it. Right. We're very fortunate in New York uh, yes. because insurance, uh, they passed a law that insurance is required to pay for IVF here. Yeah. Except that one of the weird things in New York is that it's illegal to surrogate. So really? if like if I wanted you to surrogate, like let's say like my uterus wasn't awesome, which I'm recently told it was awesome. Let's say it wasn't. And I wanted you to carry my baby, you would not be allowed in New York. We'd have to find somebody in Florida to surrogate it. Wow, I didn't know that. Isn't that a that's a weird You would law. think you would think that the anti abortion people would advocate more for IVF being covered. Mm. 
they would advocate more for adoptions to be easier. I would, oh, it's like 40 grand to adopt. Right. And you would think that they would advocate for surrogacy more. Like make it easier for everybody. Yeah, I would think but that too, but they don't. They're so busy just like, okay, well, we, you know, we want you to have the baby that got implanted with you that you didn't want. They're just pro birth. They don't care what happens after it's born. It's so they die in a gutter for it's all so they care. I know. It's it's it makes no sense. It really doesn't. It is rude. <coughs> here's a here's an interesting segue. Are hmm. you ready? Yes. The, the god we're covering this week is Forseti. Why do I know that name? It sounds like foresight. Maybe that's, that's it. Where it's that's from. All right, that's it. He is uh, an Ace, an Aesir Norse god of justice and court. Oh, perfect! So there you go. Uh, he uh, he's only mentioned twice: once in the uh, poetic Edda and once in the prose Edda. What is the prize? Right, I, that's like the poetic Edda is the the ancient text that they found, and the prose Edda is that. Like a later writing by a scholar or monk, maybe both. Uh, that that one website's like, well, you can't trust him, Kenya. I'm like, oh boy, can't trust him, <laughs> Kenya. All right. Uh, so it is said in in the poetic Edda that his place of residence and court is called Glitnir. And it has, a, it's a silver room with golden pillars and everybody can see it. So like if you're walking up to Asgard, you can totally see Forseti's place. And in the prose Edda, it mentions his parentage, which will come in family theme. And well, he role, actually has parentage, huh? His parentage. Well. Um, that one website was like, but that guy mentioned it. Uh, I forgot the author's name. I should have wrote it down the author of the prose Edda. And he was like, well, he just likes convenient things, doesn't he? I'm like, wow, this guy is cold. <laughs> I mean, fine by me, I don't care. But it also mentions his role as a judge. He's one of the 12 leading gods, although he's not featured significantly in any of the surviving myths. Really? We'll go to his notoriety. <laughs> I'm like, I left a blank pause in there so I can insert some music <laughs> later. Even when I use an instrument, uh, when we record over Zoom, Zoom, like, some reason doesn't pick it up. Mm. But it picks up every time I turn the page or take a drink. Right. Really irritating. Every sniff of my boogie nose, it catches. <laughs> <laughs> so no great stories to report. No great court cases or anything like that. It is said all who came to him had their disputes resolved. And no one ever felt slighted by his judgments. Okay. I mean, that's good. Like if me and you went to him, it'd be like, we need this resolved, Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Frizzetti. And he'd be like, all right, well, you give him a hundred bucks and you like it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and people are like, that is fair. And they walked I mean, out yeah. old hands. What? They walked out holding hands because now they're nice. best friends forever. Nice. <laughs> You're my I, best friend. <laughs> right? I'm a quite tragedy that like nothing is surviving to now. Like what if they never found that poetic Edda? 
Like, well, they'd just be like, what'd the Norse be up to? Just fires and tattoos? Like, I wonder, I just, I, I'm going to have to, like, research it. I keep saying that, but I can't even research it because, like, there's literally nothing out there. I know. It's, so, it's such a wild, and I really look, I really apply myself. I'm, like, getting into fourth and fifth pages of a Google search. Right. I'm, like, we one page you, before went, it's all porn. I went to, like, the library and... I mean, they have a shit ton of information of how the Norse people lived and their, like, their... Their day-to-day. Their day-to-day, their customs, you know, the way the way the their serfs, and I put serfs in a, a quotation because that's not the word they use, um, were treated and how they could better themselves and, and move up in class. Like, they have all that. But, like... Yeah. The gods are like, nah, they had some gods, but it wasn't like they had a lot of gods. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, me neither. Well, the next category is Ragnarok Roll. He is not listed as a combatant and therefore might be a survivor. Oh. Because he is a uh, judge of peace. He's like the opposite of Tyr, who will be like the god of um, the god of war, I think. Okay. And maybe he wouldn't have fought because of his peaceful nature. I'm like, that's as good a thing as any. Well, I mean, he's a justice god, so maybe he, maybe he sorts out the spoils of war afterwards. That would be good. That would be good for him. He'd like it. He'd like it. I asked previously. You asked. He told you. <laughs> told me. Like that's all good. So oh, oh nobody can't he, prove that he didn't. So <laughs> oh, hang on. I uh I messed up. We did not score our oh. notoriety. Oopsies. What do you want to give uh Forsetti for his notoriety? Uh, a three? Yeah, I was gonna be like, I'm gonna be generous and give him a three. You know, there's nothing really going on. His Ragnarok role? Nothing. 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 So this is a goose egg over there. I mean, we say this every time that like it's real um slim pickings. pickings. Slim pickings out there. That's okay. I but it's the most popular. That's really what's super wild. People go like but there's no I mean, maybe there is Marvel comics that feature the Egyptian gods or the Greek gods in some capacity, but the Greek gods come with their own storyline, so it's not that hard to do. Right. But like as much as the Norse as much as the Norse traveled, why isn't there more information about them? Yeah. Even the kids like, had more survived than this. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, it's the realm crossover. He doesn't go anywhere. Everybody comes to him to have their cases heard. He's not making any house calls. That's fair. So, whether you're people, whether you're giant, and whether you're God. Be coming, coming before the, the formal court. Good. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. So that's a nothing. That's nothing for him. <gasps> He's assier. I know. He's very. Boring. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had to go to the office today. Sorry. <laughs> Family fame. All right. So this says he's got something there. Well, thank uh, God. Snorri. That's the the guy's name. Who? That's his first name, anyway. That oh my god, I thought you were talking about a Pokemon for like a hot second. A Snorlax? <laughs> a Snorlax wrote the Prose Edda. Yes. 
Oh, that would be good stuff. His mom is Nana, uh, the moon goddess, among other things. And his dad is Balder, everybody's favorite god of light. Really? Amongst other things. Well, that uh, so- explains his justice stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought uh, all the gods were like, oh, your kid. They're like, Balder's best. Wife's pretty rad, too. Your kid is so awesome. His judgments are the best. Balder, we love you the best. <laughs> <laughs> Who's his mother? Uh, uh, Balder's wife was Nana, and she was a moon goddess. Oh, okay. We haven't gotten to her yet, but she's in there. Gotcha. Yeah. All the gods thought just extremely highly of them. Sure. Uh, so what do you want to score for having such famous parents? Oh, I'm going to give him a seven because he needs it. He needs it. We're twinning today because I was like, I'm giving him a seven. Yes. And, you know, we he needs it. He's so desperate. I'm so desperate to give him something. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is the Pop Zeitgeist. Uh, not a ton, but there is a German neo-folk band named after him. If you're, if whatever you imagine they sound like, you are right. That is exactly <laughs> what they sound like. Do they sound like a Ren Fair band? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> Any mythology video you turned on YouTube? Yep. <laughs> That's them. I listened and I mean, I know it's all everything's subjective, uh, but that singer is flat. Oh dear. And if I've noticed, that is very flat indeed. Oh dear. I was like, get some pep in that step, singer. Anyway, <laughs> poor Seti, the neo folk. German the band. flat singing justice. <laughs> uh, there's a video game called Fire Emblem, and there's a dragon named Forsetti. It's just oh. unrelated. It's not like a justice dragon or anything. <laughs> just oh. and just uh, a dragon. It's oh. everything for him. We're gonna give him there. Give him. I'm gonna give him a four. Yeah, I'll give him a four too. Like, I did listen to that band, and musically, it was pretty good. Like as far as like neo Renfair music is concerned, but you know, sorry about it. If it's any consolation if anybody thinks that I'm just being like a hater. Um, I don't like Pearl Jam either because I think Eddie Vedder's <laughs> voice is too much to bear. Musically, they're great. Like I like their drummer and their guitar players and stuff, but like Eddie Vedder is just a bridge too far. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, you welcome everybody. That's a very popular opinion I have. <laughs> Yeah, everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's all the main categories. Uh, as far as like little bonus informations are concerned, uh, I didn't run into a lot of neo-pagan stuff about Foresti. Now, maybe that's because modern day pagans don't have a lot of beef that they would need to... They do. With they each just other. Don't ha- yeah, I was going to say, they, they just, they, yeah. But, like, if I had to go to court for something, even if as minor as a, a moving violation, I'd be like, say, hey, come on, baby. <laughs> go through for me. I'll leave you an extra. I don't even know what they like for offerings. <laughs> but I'll leave you a piece of a gummy worm or something. <laughs> this particular god, I, I hadn't seen this really previously, but there's some, like, I called it Christians running interference. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> there's a couple of uh, Christian stories that involve him. Okay. Uh, according to a, a legend of Saint Willibrowerd, the saint. He's okay. a saint. I, I don't know what a saint of, but I imagine Kip killing pagans they were all saints of killing pagans i mean they were they were apparently pretty good at it too so uh he visited an island of the of frisians which is like uh like a northern german like lower denmark area okay uh and it was sacred to um Forseti. really well they called it uh Fosite, which huh. i guess is a different spelling of the name and it was named uh, for Sight's Land after the god worshipped there. There was a sacred spring from which water had been drawn in silence. And it was so holy. And St. Willibur defiled the spring by baptizing people in it and killing a cow in there. That's real nice. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Real <laughs> um, and then there's a story of St. Ludiger that went to the same place. And adds the uh, a different island onto it. So two saints are getting credit for defiling uh, Forseti's spring. Why they have such a hard on for this uh, deity? I don't know. Oh, because they probably you know chasing the snakes out of Ireland and all that. <laughs> and they landed there. <laughs> well, they they walked up and they were like, "What are you doing? Worshiping uh, not our favorite god?" So I just took a big in your in your holy spot so be christian or we'll kill you um, i mean it's fair <laughs> uh, there's a late medieval legend about the origin of the frisian laws i feel like that's a little bit of notoriety you think so but it's not true necessarily oh oh, oh okay because it says at the bottom modern scholarship is critical about these hypotheses Oh, all right, all right. Um, because they always say stuff like that. Like they're like the monks are always be like walking in and being like, "We're the best, aren't we?" Like they did the it with monks. a thousand and yeah, a thousand and one nights where they're like, well, "These are the new morals in this story." Right, our right. morals. <laughs> right. Because uh, this one has Charlemagne summoned twelve representatives of the Frisian people, which are apparently named after him, after the god. Okay. Worship and demanded they recite their people's laws, and when they could not do so, he let them choose between death, slavery, or being set adrift in a rudderless boat. No cake or death? You know? (laughs) Uh, They chose to go in a rudderless boat. Right. Because uh, the other two, that's like the, oh, I'll have chicken then. (laughs) Have the chicken. (laughs) Uh, And they prayed for help whereupon a 13th man appeared with a golden axe at his shoulder and steered the boat. And where he threw the axe and it landed is the spring that got defiled. And he taught them laws. And they, in in that legend, they're attributing it to that god. Uh, but modern scholarship is like, what said he didn't have an axe? Thor had an axe. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the problem with this story? That Thor didn't have an axe. I mean, yeah, he had the hammer, but he also has an axe. Oh. So the so what, no one else can have an axe? Right. I'm like, that's the problem with this story. That's where you're like, um, yeah, no. not the magic spring he caused or that he showed up and steered a rudderless boat because Charlemagne was being a dickhead. 
<laughs> no, that's all on the level. The second a second axe is in the scene, they're like, only Thor has axes, obviously. <laughs> so that might be, if you want to increase the notoriety score, you certainly could. I mean, it's still mythology Christian, is mythology. Christian legends. I didn't know if to, if I would put it would have put that under his particular notoriety because it wasn't his legend necessarily. It was a saint's legend. Well, the saints. Oh, so they're saying that the saint was the one who came to the boat? Oh, and converted those people. No, no, no. Oh, God oh, showed oh. up and did all of that stuff. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like that that's kind of important enough. I mean, somewhere somebody thought it was important enough to say it. Mm. I guess it's subjective. We're still dealing with myths no matter what. Yeah. So we can put it back into his notoriety if you want to bump his score up from a three. Yeah, let's give him um, a solid five on that. I mean, it's not going to help him a whole lot, but at least he knows we tried. <laughs> the case was brought to the courts. We <laughs> would appreciate this deliberation. Okay, his final score is 32. Oh, Jesus. That's a pretty low one. Do I have yeah, the chart of everybody else's score? No, I do not. Ridiculous. Why would I have that? Do you think uh, he gets a throne in Valhalla? No, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to listen to that myth, he's still floating around in the world. Mm. I like that. I put no, he doesn't, because I don't have enough information to go off on about Ragnarok or anything else. No. Uh, and a couple of old, old crusty saints being like, I showed him what's what in his sacred well, right, spring. but it doesn't say he perished either, so. No, he doesn't. He doesn't perish. I mean, you do have to die to go to Valhalla. <laughs> you do, but some other people that make it to Valhalla don't um, don't necessarily participate in Ragnarok. That's true. But I'm going to say no, but it's not because I don't think he deserves it. I think he might be still around. I think everybody deserves it, but we have to be particular. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is I think he's still around and he's doing the God's work. <laughs> but he, uh, So he's he's not going up to Valhalla, but that's okay. We love him anyway. Um, but I put him as the modern day god of the courts, TM. Maybe they'd be a little bit more just if some justices just asked. Maybe if somebody showed up with an axe, ask for some guidance. Don't be judge, don't be specific. Right. You're asking. We already know yours doesn't answer. Jeez. Clearly. I mean, yeah, I think that I have to say the modern god of courts too, because that would was kind of leaning towards why I think he's still around. Mm. Uh, so there we go. We got through another god. Woohoo! First buddy, you're pretty fun stuff, buddy. Sorry about that band. <laughs> got anything you want to plug? No, because I was going to start my podcast, but I haven't done it yet. I'm also deciding if I want it to be a series of TikTok videos with obvious expression. I don't know yet. What? I didn't know you were starting a podcast. I'm trying. I wanted to start a podcast that I made my boyfriend watch this. <laughs> um, and I have made watch. I have made Avi watch two horribly bad. Well, one was horribly bad. One was better than he thought it was going to be. Horror movies. Yeah. I made him watch Willy's Wonderland. That sounds like a porn. It does, but it's not. Uh, let me just say it's Nick Cage, <gasps> and he has no lines. He's a porn. <laughs> and he's no. 
And it's they based it off of Five Nights at Freddy. Five Nights in Freddy. Of Freddy, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, and he he is the hero. He's in the entire movie, but he never says a word. That's weird. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. But that then I made him watch Mom and Dad, which also was Nick Cage. But that actually is a really good movie. Selma Blair's in that too. Mm. Um, yeah, should I watch any bad movies lately? No, probably not. Those Fast and Furious stuff. I started watching Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Oh, I heard I heard today good things about that, that it's good and that it is more upbeat than the comic is because the comic is unrelenting. I don't know because the the acting is really good and I, I really love when Netflix or Hulu or Prime makes their own show. I feel like they just do so much better work sometimes adapting things. Um, whether they're using, I don't know if they're using animation like CGI on the ears for this kid or it's actually like robot. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's very realistic, his hybridness. Mm. Um, but the first episode, I it was rough. Like yeah. it hurts. <laughs> Yeah, the whole all, premise hurts. <laughs> all like the nice stuff that you saw in uh it's my understanding in the comic, that isn't even there. Like he's just a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. This this has him, I th- I think they've given him a more of a backstory on his childhood than the comics did. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's only ten right now. Um I meant the dad. The yeah, dad well was, like a I know person. I know. But in yeah, they don't do that yet in the, in the <laughs> no. Which is um, fine. Like, uh, like the guy uh, who was reviewing it, there was he was like, "I'm not mad that that's the situation." I wasn't <laughs> like, how mad much more they... grim shit do you need? Right, because it's already like, okay, it starts with a pandemic. Yeah, people are coughing and getting sick, uh, and it's not even a joke. It's like us a year and a half ago. Um, people are wearing masks, like going to the hospitals and dying, and then all of a sudden, all these babies are being born that are hybrids of animals and humans oh no and then it fast forwards to like nine years and you find out people are hunting these children like to turn them over to a lab i don't and it's very clear they're killing these children like but on the same side they picked will fort forte okay yeah, yeah from snl to be the dad oh that's very cute he did a really great job and the kid is super cute which makes it harder. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. He's got this little mop top head of like blonde hair with his little ears sticking out and like his horn. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to kill you and mount you on a wall. Like, I can't even. <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, so eventually I'm, I'm probably going to make Avi record with me. I just lay down my ass. And go. <laughs> Again, I was also thinking maybe I'll just TikTok video it because I'm also that lazy. <laughs> That'll be fun. I'd watch that. Just his uh, expressions, because he doesn't like horror. Oh, really? <laughs> like <Yeah>. space. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's some real mad space movie. I watched a movie with Stephen Baldwin, the the overly religious Baldwin, uh, and they had to go like save the moon. I'll say it's the moon, and they got into like a regular rocket, like an American rocket, like Atlantis, up in the air, and uh, they get out into space and they're heading toward the moon. and And Stephen Baldwin was like, oh, "I have to go fix some shit or whatever." 
and he got up and walked to the back of the ship. They are not in Earth gravity anymore. But he did not float <laughs> to the back of the ship. He just straight up... First of all, there's a ton of leg room in that ship. And he just got up and straight up walked back there. And I was like, nobody's going to mention the artificial gravity they invented for this movie? <laughs> but they like, didn't have that kind of budget, I guess. Yeah, but they could have just solved it with a simple, oh, and we've got the newest, you know, artificial gravity. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. I love every... Like, he's like, oh, the thing in the back. I'll be right back. <laughs> watching that's what you guys should do that's the premise he has to watch a bad sci-fi and then in turn you have to watch a bad you have to watch a bad sci-fi and he has to watch a bad horror we can see who's making the shittiest movies it's a toss-up it's definitely a toss-up i mean i have watched all the sharknados so there's like uh, i saw one with misha collins from supernatural and uh, Tori Higgins, maybe, is her name, from Stargate Atlantis. And it was like, it was like Stonehenge Apocalypse, I think is what it was called. Oh, it's a real pip. The sci-fi channel is... I know. It's out of control. control. It's out of control. They, yeah. They, Sharknado's a fluke, but they've been around for years. Don't even... Sharknado <laughs> was a fluke, but they've been doing movies like that forever. Like, you know, there's always a giant spider movie. There's like, you know... And why Sharknado? What about Ghost Shark? Because that's also a thing. A shark attacks you if you get wet at all. Shower I think, included. I think Sharknado took off because it knew it was bad. Ian Zeering is so hot in real life. I oh, think it was because they the actors in it were camping it up so bad. Oh God. Like, they didn't even pretend they were in a, like, a good movie. And by the <laughs> fourth one... There was so many cameos of people that I think people just called up their agent and they're like, get me in this next Sharknado movie. Like, Judd Hirsch was in one of them. I, Ian, I think he <laughs> pronounces his name. Ian yeah, is his name. is acting like, like, it's such a like, capital A acting that Apollo would be like, you may want to take it down. His name is Finn <laughs> in a shark movie. When I saw him at convention, I was like, he would, it was like him and then like two brooms over. It was Tony Danza. And I almost died of like, like daddies because I was like, holy <laughs> shit, you are so good looking. I'm going to pass out. He did age well. He did age well. I just didn't think he'd be that. I don't know why. Like I tried to watch but... 90210 during the lockdown and I was like, mm, I can't believe that that turned into that. I mean, I'm still with Jason Priestley in my heart forever and ever. I don't, I don't get that show, but I was looking because of Ian, Ian, and I was like, wow, I can't believe he matured into that. Good for you. Most people don't look better when they get older, but you, good job. <laughs> I was like, what is this? How did this turn into this? <laughs> oh my gracious. So my plug is still ZPM Stargate, speaking of Tori Higgins or Higginson. Could I look it up? Yes, but did I? No. Uh, where we review a Stargate. We like a Stargate. We like uh, the Stargate. I guess if he had to, like, you would consider it bad, probably. Although you might not. The movie from which all of what, this Stargate? stems. Yep. Because James Spader pretty, pretty dope. Not looking. And he's James Spadering. I mean, like he did. I mean, Kurt Russell is. Kurt Russelling. Kurt Russell has a place in my heart. 
for bad movies too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, is he not a delight? What a delight! <laughs> uh, you can reach out us on the socials. Hit me up on Twitter at Last God Pod. Last God Standing Pod at Gmail and on Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, thanks to Mike Cicino for our wonderful theme music. Thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye, everybody. Bye.